2: In today's society, legal disputes can ruin a company, a family, or an individual. They are costly, not only from a financial perspective, but also from personal and emotional perspectives. It is often overwhelming for a small business to come up with the time, money, and expertise to cope with a relatively minor dispute through legal means. What's more, unless the situation is resolved amicably, the leftover hostility could affect a small business owner's quality of life. It can be unpleasant to bump up against an unfriendly party on a day-to-day basis. Small businesses may benefit tremendously from using mediation, rather than litigation to resolve conflicts. Small business owners are just as likely as major corporations to run into conflict with neighboring businesses, employees, customers, vendors, or with their own business partners. Yet unlike corporations, small business often lack public relations, human resources, and legal departments to help them deal with these conflicts. My guest, Jamie Cook, is a certified mediator in Nevada And she believes understanding is power and knows that when communication is broken down and people are no longer engaged in conversation, lines are drawn. Welcome, Jamie.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So
2: let's start with explaining what mediation is and why it could be an excellent alternative to litigation.
0: Great great question Um, kind of before i kind of get in there just the licensing in the state of nevada we go through at least a minimum of 40 hours and then we have additional training depending on what specialty we're going to be in so it's not technically a a certification so it's important for your listeners to know i am a non-attorney which is uh great so that uh you know, we don't get into the legal mumbo-jumbo right? Right. <laughs> as you go. But if you can imagine, even couples married 30 years have difficulty, difficult times at, at different points in time communicating. So when you're getting into businesses, um, it's no different. You know, communication breaks down and people have struggles and resentments and outbursts. And so, when you have small businesses, and the pressures today are are you know it's up there right. <laughs> with everything yeah. with politics and everything else. family businesses is really my specialty, and you know because they typically have you know some estate issues as well, um, family members, children, adult children that maybe take over the family business, different dynamics. Um, family blending (laughs) so there's all these things and so sometimes some of the root causes of issues are stemming from someplace else and people get triggered so the idea between mediation is really to have a safe space where people can talk about their issues and know they're being heard I mean that pain that goes on uh, that someone may have for a long time it's just like nobody's hearing them and then it builds up and builds up, and then it explodes. And it becomes like, why am I even, what is it I'm fighting about? Well, it maybe was something five years ago was the root cause. So they need to be heard. And so when we find that there's an issue, and it's really causing problems in the business that, uh, you know, the energy isn't good anymore, so we try to get that solved. Litigation is very expensive.
2: So you're you're a third party, obviously, that's... And, and so let's also be clear. I mean, this doesn't just have to show up when litigation is pressing. It can also be proactively used to negotiate or just air out some differences, right? I mean, yeah. do you ever work with... Yeah.
0: Yeah. We learn how to really communicate and hear the other person. So you don't have to give up your power or what you want. It's about listening and finding common ground. And having that safe space. So, I work hard at being a neutral. I don't take sides. Um, so, we uh, obviously want to make sure that it's civil. We have civil conversation. And so, you know, right. <laughs> sometimes we have to do something called caucus. And caucus means that you're taking a group and you go into another room and you're talking through the issue with someone so that they can come back to the table and communicate in an effective way. So again, it all comes back to communication, right? And um, having your voice heard,
2: right? Let's talk about reasons, the pros for mediation. Why people should consider this? um, Because there's in the legal world, there's you know obviously lawsuits. There's arbitration. There's now mediation, which I'm thinking a lot of. Uh, in the legal world say, why don't you try mediation first before we get all into this cost and where no one's being heard and decision is final?
0: Yeah. So um, right now we're doing a lot of mediation regarding landlords and tenants, small businesses that own properties. And it's a big problem right now with COVID. And so mediation allows for the tenants, to express what's going on with them and try to negotiate how they can pay back payments. Uh, the landlords, obviously, they've got to pay mortgages and keep their properties up, so it's a struggle for them. So the courts want us to mediate as much as possible to kind of work it out because there's just a tremendous amount of that going on. Uh, there's other types of businesses. I mean, so real estate is one of them that affects so many people because a small business owner, I mean, they don't have the resources sometimes to really carry a mortgage for a year. It's been going on 18 months. So that's one issue. But the same thing if you're dealing with maybe two employees that are just not getting along. They're good at their jobs or whatever their roles are, but it's causing, like, everyone else to suffer, so sometimes we need to get in there and clean that up. So that's not a case that you're going to go really to the courts, right, unless it's a, um, a worker's comp issue or um, some kind of an insurance claim along those lines. Where my expertise really has started from becoming a mediator is around money. So. Money, you know. I, I, it's, <laughs> yes, a
2: volatile subject.
0: It's a volatile subject, but one that I, I um, have spent a lifetime of uh, learning and understanding of where the root causes that people come from and really get the triggers around money. So, as a small business owner, you may have two partners and they're really coming from a different space. One may be more frugal than the other. One may be seeing the opportunity and the vision and the growth, and the other one, you know, for me, I remember years ago when I was in business with a couple other people, and I remember they bought their first fax machine when it was brand new. And I was like, what do we need a fax machine for? And then we went through a period of time where, you know, thank God we had the fax machine, and I just like was, you know, a little bit more conservative. But um, I'm trying to think why we needed to expand so quickly. Anyway, so each businesses have their own dynamic and so you look at cash flow and you look at debt, you know, debt is a big problem, Um, trying to keep up with the wages and keep people that want to come to work, you know, trying to keep, keep people employed. Um, so it 's been a challenge on so many different levels with business owners and small businesses
2: yeah and and also i've you know stories of where potentially there 's three partners, two are related, so maybe yeah. brothers, and then you have the third, and yes. the other two are always you know i don 't want to say ganging up, but it 's kind of like they what they say goes, and that can create some some issues as well. And so this is really about getting everybody on the same page.
0: Yes, yes. And you know, there, it's kind of a old cliche, you know, two's company, three's a crowd. So when you get three, sometimes those dynamics are, you know, really crazy. <laughs>
2: well, and then, like you say, you mentioned family businesses. I know the, because my dad and I started Sage International. And what we learned very early on is to stay in our lane. Yeah. And so we each built our expertise in what we needed to bring and had brought to the table so that, you know, the staff wasn't confused about who was in charge or pitting us against each other. So it, it we really figured that out early on. However, that isn't always the case in a family business. No.
0: <laughs> it's not always the case, but you know what? Um, Deep down there, you know, in a family business, there is a connection that they want healed. And if you can find that connection for them and have the parties really get what the other person's saying, and maybe there is some forgiveness for self or forgiveness for others and really get the beauty of what somebody else can bring to the table, and honor that in a way that lets them really have their own space heard right. as well. I mean, you know, it's a tough job, I have to say, you know. Well,
2: and of course you're dealing, you know, it's all confidential, of course, and you're not sharing, you're letting them speak, and but guiding and counseling so that when they come to the table to mediate, they're
0: more effective it's not all emotional and yeah so it was kinda funny I was down sharing with you earlier I went down to visit my children and um, so soon as you get kids involved as soon as you start having kids some of the communication changes on how you want to parent well the same thing goes with businesses and sometimes you hire a first-time manager and they have to really understand it's not about them it's about the staff and really connecting with how how are they, how can they blossom under your leadership. And so sometimes it's something just simple like, like that. Um, some of the more seasoned managers may have had some training that understand that. So we see that a lot with small businesses because they are wearing so many hats.
2: Absolutely. I'm talking with Jamie Cook. If you're interested in finding out more about mediation and how it can benefit your business also as a family you can reach her it's jamie cook and that's c-o-o-k-e jamiecook.com we're going to go to break we come back we're going to pick up i want to talk about when does mediation not work okay we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio.
2: Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number three two seven four. NV Banker number one zero seven six. NV Broker number one one four one. Brian Cushing NMLS number three zero three zero four five. Telephone number seven seven five four five three zero three four five. Located in sixty nine ninety South McCarran Boulevard, Suite two hundred, Reno, Nevada eight nine five zero nine. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. The hottest days of summer are still to come. Don't waste money on expensive air conditioning bills. Call Suntech Solar Screening to keep your home cooler, even in the hottest parts of summer. 775-352-9396 or visit suntechsolarscreens.com Odd-shaped windows, even round windows are no
0: problem for Suntech. We custom build and install our solar screens specifically for your home. Call for a free estimate. 775-352-9396
2: Mediation can be used for a variety of purposes, such as negotiating contracts, organizing a partnership, creating a new business, dismantling an existing business, or resolving personnel disputes, just to name a few. Business mediation can be used to resolve both internal and external conflict. My guest, Jamie Cook is a certified Nevada mediator. And we've been talking about all the good reasons why mediation uh, can help families or businesses. Let, let's talk about some of the reasons when mediation may
0: not be effective. Sure. So what's important is both parties, or the more than one parties, have to be committed to a result. They have to be committed to hearing the other side. Um if there's any um, physical concerns, that's obviously a concern as well, trying to s- resolve something that may, the other person may feel threatened. Many times it may not work when one party is in a power position and the other person is not. Many times they have their own attorney at the mediation, and the attorney will speak on behalf of the employee so that their voice is heard and they're not railroaded. So that is probably the biggest thing is that they're both committed to a result. Yeah, they got to show up. (laughs) Sure, they got to show up and be committed. So tempers can fly. fly, uh, They get triggered. Um, They may come back to the table. Um, Some of the things are court mandated. And... um, you know, especially with families and children involved, and, you know, so those can get pretty heated. And then sometimes, uh, obviously, in contracts and breaking out uh, estates and things like that will require, um, you know, arbitration, which is really a job of somebody being the judge and making the decision. Through mediation, the parties are making the decision. So they know that we're coming together to work it out, to make a decision amongst each other to save money instead of somebody else, a third party, making the decision for them. Some people believe that they are so right in their position that there is no, no other way. And so if they're not willing to step in and see where somebody else is coming from to find that mutual agreement then you know obviously it's not mandatory that they have to come to an agreement and the next step is they're gonna have to fork out some money to an attorney and someone will make the decision for them
2: that's what I mean if you can't if you can't come to some uh, resolution and I imagine through mediation like any kind of negotiation you start to figure out where can you come together and kind of clean that up and then you get to the bigger rocks right (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it's a lot of psychology.
0: Oh, it's it's psychology, it's triggers. I had a couple brothers that were in business for a long time and uh there was moving of offices and somebody took an item and put it in their office. <laughs> That's how the thing started. <laughs> And it just, like, the doors were slamming, and, uh, you know, it got to the point where, you know, somebody moved something off property, and then that was considered theft. (laughs) And it just became this snowball thing. And also they had to say, you know, sit down and communicate, well, that had sentimental value to one person, and the other one didn't get it, and they just didn't communicate because they probably wouldn't. They, pro- they didn't communicate for years, and it got to be this one item that blew it up.
2: And if there are other employees in the office, then, I mean, you imagine the culture now, everyone's walking on eggshells and it's uncomfortable, and then you start to, your business starts to unravel because people are like, I don't want to work here, this is not the environment I want to be in. Especially today when the job market is so hot that I don't have to put up with
0: ick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a yes and no. That's mm-hmm. a yes and no. So it depends on the type of job you're going for because there is competition still out there. And when you're out of the workforce, as you know, for a while, just get back in, you know, then you got a whole nother area of just getting retrained, getting yourself scheduled, and you may, all of a sudden, things changed a little bit. Now it's very much technology-driven with Zoom calls and and whatnot. And so, getting up to speed can cause it an right. issue. Right, but
2: I mean, most people, you know, I'm I'm a huge believer in no negativity and and having good peace of mind. And so, whenever anybody's in dispute versus it blowing up into legal, the point of mediation is to get everyone to the table so you can figure it out yeah. and, and learn how to better communicate, which will set you up better for the future. Yeah. When other issues arrive, now you've got a better mechanism because you know how to communicate effectively with each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And um, the the conversation again comes down to trying to get be committed to working it out versus a litigation which could be time consuming very costly and not get the results that you're looking for so that's the probably the biggest con to not making it work most times you can get it resolved in the same day Other times it may take a few weeks because you're getting prepared. You're working through, I mean, the individuals are working through their own case and getting their ducks in a row and trying to get clarity of why they're upset.
2: I I would think if anyone is considering going into a partnership with someone in business, mediation might be a great first step just to have that third party in the room to see if you do communicate effectively. We all have different communication styles before you ink the deal to go into business with someone.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when people get married, a lot of times they go to premarital counseling. It's the same thing. Right. We go through the same kind of coaching and we go through, you know, how do you deal with money? How do you deal with making decisions how do you make decisions yourself personally um how do you deal with
2: um how do you feel about debt
0: yeah how do you (laughs) yeah so communication styles are very different like some people want a lot of detail right and everything's just like they give a big description about it it's colorful you know full-blown panorama and the other person is kind of It's a black and white movie, right? Right. And it's, you know, get to the bottom line. And you got those structures of communication. And you got some that say, well, I really don't know (laughs) how I feel about that. You know, they're trying to figure it out. (laughs) So you said to
2: me once, well, if you did know, how would you handle it? (laughs) How would
0: you handle it? Well, absolutely. Well, if you did know, what do you think? And then, you know, so um, probably the toughest mediations are when there's, more than two parties, so three business owners or a board.
2: I recommend you call Jamie 775 430 5505 or visit her website, Jamie, and that's J A M I E, last name Cook, C O O K E dot com. And she can help you understand if mediation would be a good process. And what final words do you have for our listeners, Jamie?
0: I'm excited to really be able to help you. If you feel like you have pain and you've suffered a long time and you're ready for resolution and the other party is willing to speak as well, give me a call. We can chat on the phone for a quick consultation and we can go from there. I'll send you an intake form and from there that's the first step is really having the courage to get this resolved and stop suffering so much.
2: Thank you for coming today. It was so yeah. good to see you.
0: Yeah, it's good to see you too. <laughs> it's
2: good to be seen. Huh? Right, that's right. All right. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.
1: The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com/slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for the Sherry Hill Show.
2: Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa.